Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue. I'm Sean Smith. It's been a transformative couple of weeks in the Canadian radio landscape with the announcement of the Radio Player app spearheaded by CAB's CEO Radio Council, as well as the launch of iHeartRadio by Bell Media. Now, through these two initiatives, the vast majority of radio stations in Canada will now be available to listeners digitally across all devices and on vehicle dashboards. Leading the charge for Bell Media is Rob Farina, Senior Advisor for the launch of iHeartRadio in Canada. Congratulations on the launch, Rob. Let's start at the beginning. What's the vision? Well, the vision of iHeartRadio is really to create a brand, really, that's Trojan horse, that's only as powerful uh, as all the local radio stations and music offerings uh, that live within it. You know, iHeartRadio is social, is mobile, so we're incredibly excited about it. We've been in kind of preview mode for about a week now, working the kinks out, and uh, the response from our listeners has been uh, pretty fantastic as well. So, um, so we're really happy with the way things are rolling. Now, the iHeart brand obviously comes out of the U.S. Now, but Bell obviously has the um, the wherewithal to have created its own platform from scratch. I'm sure, um, and and we know that uh, certainly there are other platforms out there uh, that that you must have uh, looked at. Um, why? Uh, obviously, there's some proof of concept there, but but why iHeartRadio as opposed to something else? I actually, there is nothing else we looked at. Uh, is the truth of it because nothing compares iHeartRadio has a North American footprint of over 91 million registered users. The iHeartRadio Music Awards uh, this spring garnered 115 billion, with a B, social impressions. Mm -hmm. These are fans interacting, sharing around an experience uh, of a brand that has radio front and center in it. So there's a formidable machine that was exciting to us and something that we thought uh, would be exciting to Canadians. Now, this, uh, it, it appears from the outside anyway that, um, that Bell is, is very much realizing a, a place in the marketplace. Uh, I've heard some categorize it as Bell would uh, wish to be the entertainment company in Canada versus, say, like a Rogers that has a big sports promise. Uh, is that fair to categorize it that way? Uh, music, is, music is an important focus for us. Uh, and radio continues to be an incredibly important medium. You know, one that I know you're passionate about, mm -hmm. we're passionate about, and the industry's passionate about. We want to bring the best experiences uh, that we can to Canadian consumers in the music space, in the entertainment space. We're proud of being kind of, you know, part of that ecosystem and contributing in uh, ways big and small. We've been talking about synergy for years uh, in media, in the different companies in Canada. Do you think that we're we're able to get to it 
at this point in uh, the development of all of our, our media in Canada, 15 years ago, uh, when when um, the different companies would be looking to leverage their different uh, divisions and and try and create some synergy across you know different different programming and so on, um, it seems that it was always tough to get to. Uh, but now technology may or may not be making that an easier an easier uh, play. Uh, do you find it's easier to create synergy? Uh, you know across a company as deep as Bell uh, versus before? I think what makes it easier to create synergies in the situation of a company the size of Bell and, you know, probably the size of Rogers as well, um, uh, and even Chorus, is the amount of assets that you have. That, you know, there's complementary assets that you have. For us, radio is a complementary asset to what we do with much music and the music verticals that flow out of CTV and CTV2 and iHeartRadio, you know, has TV components. Part of our partnership is that we've got a series of iHeartRadio televised shows, a series of iHeartRadio events in the U.S. We're also kind of rolling out our own events. So, you know, in a company like Bell, we have a great way to amplify that message and create content that could be used on multiple platforms. But at the same time, I think, you know, Uh, broadcasters are really focused on you can't really shoehorn synergy um, you know to a certain extent it it has to make sense for the brands Mm -hmm. and you can't do it at the sake of the brands is it any easier than it used to be Um, I think people are more open to them I don't know if it's any easier but I think people are more open to them and I think you know there's also an understanding that you can mandate synergy but often it comes uh, at a price so when we want to create synergy, it has to make sense for both sides of the equation, right? We can't mm-hmm. shoehorn we can't shoehorn initiatives that just don't make sense to have on a certain radio station or a certain TV station. Well, we're all uh, embarking down this road together. Uh, how are you finding uh, it with the, the people and the stations within your group in terms of adoption of a new way of thinking? Are, are there any uh, challenges there or, uh, or, or, or wins so far that you can see? I think the iHeartRadio rollout has been really a cakewalk in terms of the adoption from the markets. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a real aspirational um, uh, value attached to the brand. The power uh, and the, um, the clout about the events uh, both the you know big from the iHeartRadio Music Festival to small to you know CJ and Calgary is going to be sending uh, a pair of winners uh, next weekend to see Green Day at a secret session in Los Angeles. So the feedback's just been you know fantastic, which is great because I've certainly been part of things that I've been trying to roll out into markets, and uh, it's sometimes like getting a child to eat broccoli. <laughs> um, uh, so true. Uh, iHeartRadio felt like leading a child to the ice cream shop. Yeah. Now, how do you, uh, how have you observed the advertising marketplace uh, responding to these new opportunities that you're putting before them? There is, uh, there is great excitement on working with a brand that uh, that provides a lot of opportunities and access. Uh, and the ability to build really bespoke campaigns for marketers. Mm -hmm. The biggest kind of takeaway for me has been two things. First of all, the agencies 
are all really happy that we have access to um, uh, just a wealth of case studies. So if we're going in to talk about a specific brand, chances are we're able to go in with about 15 incarnations of things they've done with mm-hmm. iHeart Radio and less. Um, that's incredibly helpful in the ide- uh, ideation process. The, n- the second takeaway is the amount of uh, U.S. agencies that we have never transacted business with uh, that are familiar with iHeartRadio and contacting us to get involved in iHeartRadio. So the only thing I could compare it to is when I was part of the Astral team when the uh, Virgin Radio brand uh, got rolled out across Canada because the power of a brand, there was an implied value to what they were getting. Uh, and whether or not the stations were different or programmed differently, uh, it came down to the value they saw in the brand. Brands are, are really, I think, where the future of, of our business is going. And strong brands mean a stronger uh, connection with the audience and a stronger uh, industry as a whole. Um, I agree. Now, there is going to be another, um, uh, you know, initiative in the marketplace, Radio Player. I'm sure you've been following that and you, you're you aware of that. Um, you know, I, I've spoken with the Radio Player folks in the UK and, and, and they're well aware of iHeartRadio and, and they're very um, open and uh, positive about, um, you know, the more in the marketplace, the better. How are you feeling about the way that uh, the industry is aligning up in Canada uh, with these two so far, two apps. I've been obviously meeting with a lot of broadcasters across Canada over the past four or five months. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of broadcasters coming onto the iHeartRadio platform in 2017. You know, the question that got asked is, you know, do we have to decide to do one or the other? Do you do we need to pull our streams off of tuned in? And my answer to everybody is absolutely not. You know, we should be we should be available to consumers in as many places as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in an age where the consumer needs to control their personal choice. So, if a consumer loves the tuned-in product, then they should continue to use the tuned-in product. If they love uh, 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 the radio product when it comes available um, and want to use that as their primary um, uh, gateway to to uh, great radio then they should use that. So I think as an organization, uh, uh, Bell feels that the more places people can engage with radio, it's a good thing. You know? And ultimately, our jobs is to make sure that we're really engaging people with the best content. You know, if we're available in as many places as possible uh, and we're delivering great content, we're really doing our job to the consumers. We have a team of people that lives in Detroit and all they do is work with the auto manufacturer. Mm -hmm. We have a team of people based in Manhattan that deal with all the electronics companies. We have, we we actually have people at at iHeartRadio that actually live inside of some of the electronic companies uh, working on the development. So, uh, we believe iHeartRadio provides uh, provides a solution today to get on you know multiple multiple devices, multiple platforms, um, and that we're leveraging uh, all the work and experience uh, and trials and errors uh, that the uh, U.S. team has spent the last seven eight years developing. It's an exciting time to be in the business, isn't it? 
It's a really exciting time to be in uh, in the business. Uh, what's most exciting to me is how audio entertainment is changing, and uh, you know, and and Sean, you're taking part of that, and what we're doing right now with podcasts. You know, I'm obviously a big fan of podcasting uh, and an early adopter. I remember many moons ago, uh, I launched the Roger Rick and Marilyn podcast. I think we were among the first. To me, podcasting is a radio product. Anything that's audio entertainment, uh, I view as a as a radio product. And um, and to see that people are gravitating to different forms of, of audio engagement is exciting for our business. I'm of the belief that it's a great time to be in radio, and it's a great time to be a creative person. And talent has never had more power in their own hands to build um, uh, to build a foundation and build their cachet than, they, than what they have now. Rob, you're a busy man. You've got calls coming in uh, left, right, and center. Uh, you've got the hottest product of the week in the marketplace. So congratulations on the launch. And, um, thanks, and thanks, Sean. thanks for joining us. Cheers. Rob Farina is Senior Advisor for the launch of iHeartRadio in Canada. He joined us from Toronto. Thanks for listening. I'm Sean Smith. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.